good technique, he will be elite. If his technique becomes great, not just good, then he's a Hall of Famer. Fighting through contact, fighting through offensive line, being a double team, multiple moves stacked into one, just a play of pure domination. This is actual film, this is actual football talk. It's a football show, we're supposed to football, not storylines. And you are listening to another edition of Blue It Splits. Um, coming at you today with a Jason Pinnock review. Um, we are running through these reviews, but I have a lot more to do um, before then. We just added, or I just added Ronald Blair, uh, Tevin Coleman, Tyler Croft, and Dan Feeney to my docket. I wasn't going to do those guys, um, or at least I was questioning it, but with the way we're moving through this now, I think we're going to be able to get to them. Uh, I'll be pretty quick with this because I do want to get into the review. Um, but make sure to follow me on uh, JoeRB31 on Twitter. Um, after this, we have uh, Michael Carter, the second coming out. Um, and then I just wrapped up, didn't finish the articles for Brandon Eccles, I would say Nathan Shepard, uh, Jonathan Marshall, uh, Yaboa's done. So we have a lot of, a lot more film to come at you. Uh, but I should be getting all these guys done. I think I'm going to get every single guy, guy done. Uh, for the Jets, who was either like uh, obviously a draft pick, and then we have Yaboa, Dunn, uh, Rashid Jr., and then all the Jets free agents, the bigger ones. Like I didn't, you know, anywhere up to about Dan Feeney, Tevin Coleman, Tyler Croft, Ronald Blair. That's about the cutoff point. Like I didn't do like Noah Dawkins. Um, I believe he was a signing, um, but we have a lot more to come. Check out Michael Nanya, uh, Michael underscore Nanya on Twitter. He just put up uh, something on P. Ryan, something on Josh Adams, something on wide receiver blocking, and then Sabo just came out with another episode or two of the um, Underdog Jets podcast with Wayne Corbett, so make sure to follow that. Um, like I said, here on this channel, Michael Carter, second coming uh, next episode, which should probably drop. This is going to drop on probably Saturday. I think that show will probably drop Tuesday, Wednesday-ish, I would say. Um, and then other than that, before I get into the review, we just have the live stream. Uh, you're hearing this on a Saturday. The live stream is on Monday, so two days from when you're when you're hearing this. Um, myself and Kyle Smith, we have plenty to talk about from uh, rack, wrapping up a little bit of the of the draft class. We're going to talk about some, you know, Jamison Crowder. Is he going to get cut? Is he going to get traded? We're going to talk about Morgan Moses. We're going to talk about Mackay back to some of his, his, uh, his injuries, the biggest camp battles. Like We're going to talk about a lot of that stuff, so... Um, make sure to be here on Monday night at 6 p.m., uh, about 6 to 9. Um, we'll be running the show, so uh, tune in. Uh, I believe we're going to have a call-in, maybe. Uh, most likely, we will. Um, but excited to see you guys there. And then the other thing before that is uh, <laughs> the last episode, I, I, I dropped the thing about some people doing down votes and uh, all that. And you guys responded really well. Um, you guys said F that. And then you got like over 100 likes on the last video. So, uh Love you guys, and I really appreciate you guys for uh, seeing that and be like, nope, I'm dropping likes. Um, so I really, 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 really appreciate that. So uh, <clears throat> make sure you keep doing that. It's definitely awesome. Um, Jason Pinnock, 21 years old, six foot, 201 pounds, four, four, five, 40, uh, 39 and a half inch vertical, 32 plus inch arm is a little bit over 32 inches. I watched 20, 20 uh, games against NC State, Syracuse, Louisville. Boston College, Notre Dame, and Clemson. Uh, I will give the full list of strengths and weaknesses at the end of the show. Again, a, a uh, 
a added bonus to being a full-time subscriber if you're watching on Vimeo and not just on YouTube um, because we have the subscribers, I believe, who always just watch on Vimeo unless they watch the first half on or the first third on uh, on uh, YouTube and then go to Vimeo after, which wouldn't make a lot of sense. But um, let's get into it. He's an interesting guy for sure. Um, he's a guy who I think with, <laughs> with Richard Sherman's uh, – help he could be pretty damn good because he's, he's pretty similar physically to a richard sherman uh press rep hands we're gonna watch on the bottom um his review is going to be some really really good and then some really really bad uh it, he's kind of a a, a a volatile player like that um obviously he's in he's in press man um I don't necessarily love that his hands are dropping initially like they are. Um, but patient with his hips, he doesn't, he doesn't open the gate, you know, or slightly angle his hips off, um, too quick into it. So that's a positive. Um, you'd like to see him get an extra shuffle in outside. If you, if you see as a receiver who just uses, um, pretty much just uses like a, like a, like a hops. Nah, it's not really anything. It's not really that good of a release to be completely honest. It's not really anything. Um, but as you can see, uh, Pinnock throw his offhand jam, which is just basically the way that the receiver is going or throw that hand. Um, you see how he's leaning into it. I don't necessarily love that. Um, again, guys in the NFL, um, swat that down. You're going to be a little bit off balance. So you don't necessarily love that. Um, so I want to see that fixed, but I do like that. He's, um, again, relatively patient with his hips shoots that hand, which he, which he obviously takes off of him um, as a receiver wipes it away is relatively quick to replace it with the left hand receiver stems inside. He uses that almost as like a slingshot to get back inside on him. Um, stacks the route, stays completely on top of it, shoots his right hand now, which is controlling the chest again, which is, a, which is not allowing the receiver to, uh, to get vertical on him. And then he just completely stacks the route and stays over top of it. So um, good in terms of his patience with his hips for the most part, um, hand strike, hand replacement, stacking the route. Um, it's all pretty good right there. Um, he, he's definitely a guy who'd like to get his hands on in routes, and that's a positive, um, especially in press man, especially in cover two rerouting. Um, so I, I could see him in, in those roles. I could see him cover three. Um, I don't necessarily ne always want him bailing, but we'll talk about that. Um, Pinnock fell in the run game right here. This is really nothing overly special um, from any point of the – or any sense of the word. Um, I just – again, I want to show certain traits and the fact that he's, he is willing to uh, to stick his head in, in the run game. Um, obviously, sees the mesh point of the quarterback and the running back, sees the, the wide-open backside uh, C-gap, and just fills it. Um, again, willing. Relatively big hitter for a corner. Um in, in the run game. And again, nothing, nothing crazy to break down here, but do want to show reps of, of him in the, in the run game, just to show that willingness to just show some of that, that power, that strength that um, you may hear reference to in terms of his transit weaknesses in terms of the, in terms of the run game. Um, Pinnock versus fade. Okay. Looking at the bottom. Again, another another pretty good rep um, from Pinnock. Again, I, initially, receiver uses a hop step. Um, I don't I don't love the whole dropping your hands to your side thing. Obviously, you know, 
Uh, and I've, I've compared, you know, receiver versus corner uh, battles as kind of like a boxing match initially off the off the line of scrimmage. And in a fight, you never want to drop your hands like that. So I want to see his hands um, more ready. And again, you know, with the, with the receiver angling outside, do you prefer him to get a shuffle in? You know, uh, I'll, let's, let me see if I can rewind it a little bit. Um, a lateral shuffle in to completely choke off the route and, and sack it instead of him opening his gate where this right foot's going to go back and trying to give him and giving him the outside. Preferably. Yes. Is every rep going to be perfect? No. Um, but again, does stay over top of the route, um, has some help inside. So if he undercuts him, he has a little bit of, a little bit of help from the safety. Um, and again, as the receiver closes ground vertically, gets both hands on, looks back to the, uh, to the quarterback and, and shuts down the route. So there's good. There's bad. Obviously, this is overall a good rep for him, though. That is, he completely shuts down the fade um, over top of it. If the receiver, if the quarterback was to throw this ball at this point, um, you have to say it's a 50-50 ball um, at the best. And I'm going to argue that it's probably a 60-40 type ball because Pinnock, when looking back to the quarterback, is actually pretty good um, at making plays on interceptions, things like that. Good body control, good vertical, as you can see, about a 30-and-a-half-inch vertical that he, that he posted, or 39-and-a-half, did I say that? Uh, jam. Bottom again. A lot of the reps you're going to see are either like cover two, press man, or um, like cover three bail or or him bailing. And so a lot, that's a lot of what he did at Pitt. So bottom of the screen. Again, relatively similar to what we've been seeing. Um, patient with his hips as a, as a receiver eats up that ground, eats up that cushion. Um, as the, as the ball snaps, you you like the patience again. Maybe they see a little bit more active feet in terms of getting a shuffle in here. You don't want to necessarily see the hands drop. So that might be a little bit of a trend that we're seeing. Um, even though he's staying over the top of these guys in college, uh, NFL level might be a little bit different. You don't put your hands on guys or opening your, your, your gate, as I like to say. Um, they, might, they might shoot underneath of you with a, with a drag, with a, um, a slant, whatever it may be. You know, these guys in the NFL are going to set you up outside to get inside. Um, some college guys will do it too, but um, this guy is obviously not really doing – much of anything. This is this this release is pretty generic. It's a quick like little hesitation crossover. Um, again, pretty patient in his hips. As he opens his hips, again arm length shoots the hand, lands into the right shoulder or le uh, left shoulder of the receiver, impedes his progress, gets over top, chokes off the route. Um, he doesn't just, he doesn't just start to run vertical. He, he, he chokes them off to the sideline. Um, he does that quite frequently where he really just gets over top of guys and will squeeze them to the sideline. Um, and here the sideline is far away, but look how far he bows out that route because of, because of, um, Pinnock starts, you know, at a yard or two, probably two and a half, three yards away from the bottom of the numbers. And look how far he takes it out because of that jam He's he's almost completely to the sideline. So uh, another good press man rep from him beat deep. Okay. This is, this is his biggest weakness. Um, in my opinion, and there's a few reasons for it. Let's see. He's on the top of the screen right here. Um, trying to say there I 
look to be running like a cover six um, where you have the two, we have the, you have the, you have the two fours and the two. Um, so Pinnock on the top has to match anything deep. Um, obviously this guy stems more inside. So he's going to pass it off to the, to the deep fourth safety and he's going to match um, the number two who becomes the number one right here um, who just stems him outside and just runs uh, you know, a nine route. So one of my, issues with Panakas when guys are running at him and he, and he is in shuffle or whatever it may be, especially in shuffle or bail. Um, he tends to gear down as they come into the contact window. Like he, he tries, he tries to get over top of the route or he's just going to completely shut them off at the contact point. Um, and he banks on it too much. And then guys, whether it be, you know, a pressure stem, a jerk stem, they're just widening, they're attacking a blind spot, whatever they're doing with their route. Um, he tends not to get right over top of it. It's really hard to guess exactly where they're going to go because they're, they're, they're taking you in their stem where they, where they want you to be to make their break, um, you know, more clean. So it's really hard to guess where they're going to be. And Pinnock tends to gear down again. He, he doesn't, he doesn't continue in full stride where you want to stay over the top of the guy. You want to play that, you know, that deep to short, um, get over top of him. If he breaks back, he breaks back, um, play that, but you don't want to get beat deep. So, um, again, if you're, you know, watching this, I, I'm trying to play them, you know, full through so you guys can see it and then I'll talk about it. But here you're going to, you know, if you didn't notice it the first time, um, he tends to gear down. So right there, that's, that's, you're, you're, he's not, he's not, he's not, he doesn't have enough speed in that. Um, too slow while getting over the top of that. You, you can't completely gear down. I'm going to expect him to meet, meet that receiver at the contact point. Receiver widens him, breaks inside vertically, and he's beat. Again, receiver's gearing down for the ball, completely slowing down. The ball is right there, and the receiver just, just makes a terror, absolutely dreadful play in terms of dropping that ball. Um, so, again, a play that wasn't shown up in terms of like stats and oh, we got beat deep on this one, you know, for PFF or whatever it was, but this is a touchdown nine times, 99 times out of a hundred in the NFL as easy as it gets right there and receiver drops it. So, and, and it's like, I don't love that. I'm going to be honest. Um, I didn't, I didn't plan to talk about that, but when he gives him like the little, like almost there, like you're so close, dude, like again, and I actually like Pinnock, but you just, you just got, you just got roasted deep. Let's, let's not talk shit. That's, that's one of my biggest things with corners, receivers, it's like that. When you get beat, please don't do that. It's not, it's, that's a, per, that's a, that's a pet peeve of mine. Um, but here's what it is. He's a little bit of a trash talker, which I like for the most part, but know when to talk trash. That's, that's not, was not the moment. Uh, top of the screen here, uh, press rep again. Okay. So obviously there's a little bit of good, a little bit of bad. Um, again, pretty patient with his feet. Again, you don't love the, the, the fact that it, again, feet widen. He doesn't initially like, like jump split. Um, but he does eventually after like, he takes like a, he takes like a kick step jump split. So it's not, it's not just initial jump split, but he does jump split. Um, which again, now your base is wide. Try to try to break laterally either to your left or to your right after widening your feet past your shoulder width or, or right around there, you know, try to try to almost get into a split and then uh, move laterally again, obviously, you know, not as dramatic as an actual split, but pretty close. Um, you're not going to be able to react as quickly and weight is back. So now you're not going to, with any punch really generate a lot of force hands are dropped. So there's a couple of issues there. Um, again, watching it translatably to the next level. 
Um, you want to see that fix up a little bit, but again, is able to hop outside arm length His his, his hand, his strike timing, his, his accuracy is definitely good. His hands are uh, definitely a plus straight of his, um, you see that hand, the hand lands receiver wipes it replace. Always want to maintain that contact that, that little, again, that little, that little match within a match right there with, with your hands is really important. Um, if he, if he swipes that and you don't maintain the hand or that contact, now maybe he, now he, maybe he gets past you vertically. So, um, I really like the strike timing accuracy of it and the quick ability to, to replace it. Um, and he does have a tendency to, when he shoots, he knows when a guy's going to swipe it and he pulls it down before, um, or at least put a lot less pressure on that hand before the receiver swipes it. So he's really good at, at alternating punches and, and kind of feeling, um, what the receiver is going to do. So punch, replace, get over top, get over top, get over top. Um, receiver, uh, breaks like the hitch, obviously pushes off of, of Pinnock and seems like their feet get tangled up a little bit. Pinnock slips. Okay. Not the biggest deal in the world. Um, now the only thing here is I would, I would like to see him get his eyes on the, and it, this, this is a tiny bit nitpicky, but it is what it is. Um, when you're not within that, that range to, um, to be hands on the receiver, you want to get your eyes back to the receiver because you're now you're going to see one of the issues that could, could have arisen here is that instead of playing that, instead of playing that near shoulder, instead of playing that upfield shoulder of the receiver, um, in case he does break vertically, his eyes are on the quarterback, as you can see, scramble drill receiver gets past them. Good NFL receiver in this, you know, good quarterback connection, you know, more likely than not, or at least let's say a 50% chance he completes that ball. So do you want to play it better? Yes, you do. So I just want to see his eyes snap back to the receiver after that point that he slips again, nitpicky, um, admittedly, but it's what I want to see. Uh, press rep. Okay. Uh, top of the screen. Again, we're going to see a lot of press. Again, that's really, really good um, on this play again. And he, again, his, some of his film is really, really good. And we're getting a lot into a lot of the good uh, initially. Um, his base may be a, 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 literally a hair bit narrow. Not really. Eh. I sure must retract that. I don't edit though, but um, maybe literally like a half an inch. This guy's is way too narrow. Um, but over the knee, over the uh, shoulders, over the knees, all good. Again, opens the gate a little bit, but it's really not a lot. He kind of he, he more just like angles off um, to the sideline, and again he, he he can cheat a little bit because of the because of the sideline, um, and he knows that's his friend. So um, we're gonna see hands again, strike timing. The right goes to land, receiver uh, chops down on it. What does Pinnock do? Again, quickly replace the hand with the left. It's there's little things. Shoot, swipe it down, land. Now, now he's now he's stacking that route. Now he's staying over the top. Now he's slowing down the receiver's momentum. Doesn't want to reach for that contact. Now what does he do again? Strike again. Just that these this little hand movement. One, two, three. Just keep just keep punching him. Just keep maintaining that contact. Stays over top of the route, hands on, looks back to the quarterback, completely shuts down that route. Watch it again. This, this is all about the hands. Again, the feet, hips can be fixed a little bit, um, and, and that's even being a little bit nitpicky on this one because he does just kind of angle off. Um, he opens the gate a tiny, tiny bit, but 
again, he's kind of using the sideline as his friend. So he could, he could cheat a little bit inside, but he's like, he's, he's, he's inside leverage right here because he's so close to the sideline. So if anything, he wants him to go outside and he's just going to choke that right off to the sideline, which is exactly what he does. So um, I like the understanding of leverage right here. One hand, two hand, three hand, stay over top of it. Okay. Next. Great press. Okay. Watching a lot of good press really early into this. So the people who are only the uh, YouTube watchers are not going to get some of the stuff we're going to see later, but um, you can always see the plays I put on Twitter usually with that, with that arrow. Um, <laughs> watch it again. We'll talk about it. Okay. Kick step with the right foot. A lot of a lot of coaches because like your your feet when when somebody's moving at you like naturally want to move. So a lot of a lot of coaches will teach that what some will will mistake as a false step, which really just a kick step. Where you're really, you're really just widening with that foot to 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 maintain yourself being over your over your knees over your toes instead of instead of split or instead of jump splitting we are we are waiting to go back onto your heels so a lot of a lot of coaches teach that kick step um so a little kick step right there receiver hop step release hop step outside knock pretty patient with his hips gets outside now the only thing i'm going to say with this is you don't want to see that whole movement right here Again, you prefer to get a shuffle over the top, um, and if not like necessarily a, a complete lateral shuffle, at least at least slightly angling off to the sideline. But you don't want to see this this whole big movement of of jumping and crossing your feet. At this point, you're you're not able to really react. One, if if he was to, like shock release you, um, which you're basically just going to maintain, like you're just going to create quick contact and 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 break inside, bump cut at the top of the stem, whatever it may be. Um, if he's going to initiate contact right here, your, your feet are crossing, you're pretty screwed. Or let's say if he worked, let's like diamond release, like one, two, three, or actually it'd be like a quick, like one, two, a quick, like one, two, and then squirt underneath of it. His feet are crossing. He's not gonna be able to play that, that slant underneath. So I, I just, again, just talking about like NFL cornerback play. You don't want to necessarily see the big jump with the, with the feet crossing and things like that there. Um, overall still a really good job. Um, by him at this point, because now the receiver's bowing his route out. He's staying over the top. He starts where uh, about you know two yards from the bottom of the numbers. Again, bows the route out, hop step release. What does Panoxy? Head down. Hands are not ready. His right hand is going to shoot directly into that chest. Right hand shoot into the chest. Left hand get uh, probably contact on the back of the shoulder, shoulder area. Now, as he shoots into the, as he shoots into the chest, obviously he's absorbing contact from. Um, the receiver so he's going to almost like hop into an anchor um, as uh, offensive linemen do and create pressure off that end step so you're gonna see him land the right hand tight elbow again you want tight elbow angles if your elbow is all flappy and your elbow is wide you're not going to drain as much force if it's nice and tight um, good leverage underneath of the pads and then you're gonna see him widen that foot Force comes up, rolls up through him, in step of the right foot, and completely lifts him up. He literally lifts him off of his feet. Take the open chest, tight elbow, in step of the right, explode up through that in step, explode up through that in step, 
completely push him out of bounds, get hands on again, and he literally throws him out of bounds. He's completely done. Tell me that's not where you want your receiver to end after a press rep with the ball going, you know, wherever it's in Orlando, somewhere, somewhere over here if you're watching the video. <laughs> that's 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 what you want. Uh that's he's he's a he's a bulldog um in terms of press. B for touchdown. Okay. So now we're gonna get into some of the some of the areas you need to improve. Um bottom of the screen, you can see again another press man. This one's really not that bad. Um, I remember recording this one. It's again, the initially hands dropping, angling off, like his, his gate opening right away. Again, preferably you see a shuffle. You don't, you don't want to see him just angle off and just give him the outside right there. Is it the worst thing in the world? No, but I'm just saying uh, the most preferable situation, that's not it. Um, but still, gets over the top or, or at least matches his hip, his near hip. Gets hands on. To be honest, again, it, he's beat for a touchdown. But this is one of those plays where it's, like, it, it's just more of like, uh, you know, it is what it is. It's a good play between the quarterback, good timing um, from him and the receiver. Um, and he, I can't really tell exactly if he pushes off. It looks like he might push off a little bit, but it's, it's a perf, perfect back shoulder ball. Again, he, he's kind of hip to hip and he's just going to throw it to the, to the near front pylon. Um, good timing on the late hands late turnaround to the ball. So he got beat there. It's, it's really not that bad of a rep. If, if you're telling me he's going to end up like this on every fade ball, um, I'm pretty much going to take it, you know? So it's not that bad of a rep for him. You know, it was beat for a touchdown. So I didn't want to put it on there, but I'm not going to kill him for that. Uh, bail has to be careful. Okay. Bottom of the screen. You're seeing bail. The only thing, again, with when you're when you're bailing like this, um, and I, I know Marcus Coleman feels this way too. Again, former NFL defensive back, when you're bailing, when you're shuffling, you cannot let the guy get into your blind spot. You have to widen um, because, like the, the 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 thing that makes this like you know uh, a advantageous position to be in in terms of like bailing like the, the the positive thing of the shuffle is you can play the quarterback while staying over top of the receiver and playing the receiver like more in your peripheral or maybe you see the quarterback in the peripheral like however you're, you're coached it but um you don't want to let him get outside of you you don't want to let him start working to that blind spot because like let's say right here if he was to, if he was to break on a comeback right here is he is he gonna know absolutely no chance in hell he's gonna know that so um I don't like this bail and the fact that he, he just lets this guy right into his blind spot. So I do want to see him widen that bail. Um, now the quarterback throws it. And again, uh, the receiver almost gets past him. He does have to gear down. Now, if this ball, again, were to be a, a really good ball and the quarterback were to trust his guy to get to his spot, um, one, it should, you know, like if this was Zach Wilson, I, I was watching this, I want this to be short and outside let the receiver work to it to the open spot. So it's not a good ball from the, from the quarterback just reading the situation in terms of leverage. This has to be short and outside. Um, he puts it vertical, which is risky in its own right. But if you're going to put it vertical, it has to be to the sideline because that's where he has some room. Um, he puts it too far inside. The one thing I will say about Pinnock, um, you're not going to, you might be able to notice on this play a little bit again, and this is why I don't really love, especially pro day numbers being completely fair to what I see again. Um, some people on the other reviews were like, oh, you know, you sound like you hate this guy or whoever it may be. I, I, 
people are coming here for complete honesty. I'm not going to bullshit anybody. There, there might be a pick in a second round who I hate in, in the future. Um, I'm not going to just going to be like, Oh, I love this pick. I'm not going to show any bad plays because it's a Joe Douglas pick. Like people come here for on- the honesty. I, I believe. Um, so the four, four, five thing, the pro day, I don't see that I, I, to be completely honest. I don't see that at all. I see him as more of a four, six type guy, low four, six, mid four, six. Um, he is a slower cornerback. Um, at least on the field, you know, underwear Olympics, all that stuff. Maybe he got faster. I don't know. Um, but you're going to see it on some reps where he does not have great deep speed. So I, I, that's, that's my worry about him on an Island with a guy, you know, um, now in cover two with the, with the safety over the top. Great. You know, um, cover three where he's cheating to stay over the top and he's, and he's going to leverage himself over the top of the route and kind of already be cheating deep with his feet. Great. Um, press man in terms of no help at all could be a little bit risky. Um, with him but again you know Richard Sherman's not the fast guy either so um again there are quarterback cornerbacks who are successful but the four four five thing I did not see that at all on film so you might be able to see that a little bit here if you pay attention to it and it, it, again it, it comes with watching film like noticing how fast some guys are versus other ones not the fastest guy in the world um now let's see that let's even play the ball tracks the ball eyes seem to go from high to low sees it dives um I don't think he makes the pass deflection, but he plays the ball. So good job playing the ball vertically, at least right there. But uh, have to be careful with that with that shuffle. Uh, stab, replace, jump, split. Okay. Bottom of the screen right here. That's super. It's a super quick rep, but it shows some of the same stuff we've been sh- we've been showing. Again, initially, do you like that? No. It's not, that's not the most advantageous position. Hands really wide, wider than the knees, lower than the knees, and for your feet to be split. Now, now your weight is onto your heels. Don't love it. What I do love is the punch, um, especially when you're beat. You don't want to shoot two hands because you're already off balance. Now, if you shoot two hands, your, 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 your hips are going to completely lock. So you definitely, um, at this point where he is, you, you do not want to shoot two hands. You want to shoot one hand. He, he shoots. Um, the inside hand lands and it almost propels himself inside replace. I, I love, I love his hands in press. That is, that is for sure. Timing land replace. Perfect. Stay over top of the route. The ball is um, out to a different spot, but it's a quick rep. Bad to start. Good to finish. Okay. Pinock press, press rep. Got a lot of it. Uh, bottom of the screen this is what he's asked to do a lot so that's why we're looking at it pretty similar to what we've been seeing a little bit more aggressive with the with the one hand punch right here um some of the other reps he was he was a little bit off you know opened the gate got kind of more secondary punches in than than initial uh, initial aggressive punch here initially punch as long as you as long as you strike and you get back to balance it's fine you you just don't want to be reaching I'm not on balance. And with this punch, he's unbalanced. So even if that hand was to get swiped, you know, weight is over his toes. He's, he's pretty balanced. So strike, get back to balance. I'm cool with it. Seems to land it somewhere into the, into the armpit area. Obviously jolts the receiver. The receiver's off balance, runs, stays over top of the route, gets his left hand on, completely runs that route, the, the route out of, out of bounds. Again, he will choke it off to the sideline. Um, he definitely uses that sideline as his friend. So, um, I like the I like the aggressive jam right there. 
I like that he fact that he's on balanced and I like the, obviously it, it, it shakes the receiver and he gets over top of it. And again, get those hands on, get aggressive. I'm cool with it. Now, some of the stuff like in the NFL, like, you know, that shouldn't be called. Some of the stuff he does is a little bit grabby um, at times, but wasn't called that college level. Some of it might be in the NFL. NFL is definitely a little bit soft and hard for corners, but um, bottom of the screen, obviously. You could, if, if you don't notice that big red arrow, <laughs> we got some issues. Again, he, he definitely loves uh, – <laughs> I was going to word that bad. He, he definitely loves finishing the play on guys. Um, so – Receiver stems at him. But again, hop step, just to close ground. Um, sometimes it throws off the timing a little bit with guys too because they're expecting, you know, left and right. Um, so the so the double the, the hop on the on the left can throw off some timing while eating up that ground uh, on that on that corner. So receiver uses the hop step. Again, pretty patient with his feet right here. Receiver breaks outside, throws his right. Again, a little bit of angling off. Not the, not the most balanced at this point. Um, if, if the receiver were to use like a push by or a throw by and get inside, um, he's definitely not in the most advantageous position to, to defend that unless he gets his right hand on and then slingshots himself back inside. Uh, but still, it will stay over the top of it. You, you tell the right hand lands, again, jolts the receiver, stays over the top of it, reshoots the right hand, staying over top of the route, stacking that route, stack the route, stack the route, completely mugs that route. Um, receiver kind of just drifts to the sideline. What does he do? gets underneath of him, throws him out of it, or throws him nearly out of bounds or out of bounds. And now again, he threw him out of bounds. What is he going to do? He's going to go talk his shit. That's what he does. Goes and talks his shit, runs right up to him. Probably just tells him how he completely, you know, wrecked him on that rep. I'm not going to use what words he probably used, but um, killed him. So a little bit, again, of the hands dropping, a little bit of the sitting back, not necessarily the shuffle you want to see. Again, a little bit more of opening the gate. Um, there's a difference between slightly opening and, and completely opening. So it's a slight open, but again, the hands one, two, definitely good. And then the aggressiveness right there. Love to see it. So I think with some coaching, um, like you like the physical traits, like I said, like the, it's, he, he has the hip mobility, he has the strength, he has the vertical. Um, he's, he's athletic in every sense of the word minus the, the complete deep speed. So, um, Beat for touchdown speed shoot. Okay. Top of the screen. Okay. And it's another situation where he's going to, he's going to, to bail and they're just running this, this, uh, the running cover three cloud. The safety right here, you know, they're, sh they're showing like a two shell, you know, maybe four, he's going to drop down to, to the curl to flat. Um, he's going to bail into a, into a deep third cover three. Um, again, this is another such one of the situations where I told you before, where when he, when he bails and a receiver's closing ground on him, he, his feet tend to tend to stall. Um, and he really wants to meet that guy at the top of his stem at that route break, you know, whether it be inside break, outside break, whatever it may be vertically. Um, 
he really likes to meet those guys and he just, he relies on his hands, but you have to cheat vertically. Do not get beat vertically, get beat short. So if you're going to, if you're going to run your feet too much and maybe, maybe run 90% where maybe you should have ran 85, like I'd rather see you get beat short on a comeback, on a curl, on a hitch, on a dig, on whatever it may be, but you cannot get beat deep, especially when you're that deep third corner. So you're going to see him as the, as the receiver closes ground. Again, you see how his feet kind of stall. His feet stall and he shoots. He, he tends, again, feet stall, shoot. And when you shoot, especially, it looks like here he shoots two hands. Um, maybe it's just one. Um, but you're, you're locking your hips. Now you're throwing your momentum, you know, even more towards the, towards the receiver. So um, I could see getting a hand on, but you don't necessarily want to be shooting at this point. Um, again, especially with the feet stalling. So feet stall. Now, again, now you're going to see some of the deep speed. So the one thing I don't like about this either is I don't know where his eyes are inside right here. His eyes need to get on the, on the on the receiver. He's not in a position to to play that ball if it's a good ball. So um, you need to when you're beat again. You need to have eyes on the receiver. Um, anticipate a good ball because the only way he's going to play this ball is if it's underthrown. And when you when you look back, it's 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 there's a, it's very very rare a guy can maintain 100 percent speed while looking back to the ball, it's you, you, again, I don't know. I can't even think of the person who could do that to thought my head. Um, it does come though. Um, but you want to play that receiver because you know, if he, if he sends a little bit inside to chase the ball, if he sends a little bit outside to chase the ball, if he just stays vertical, you got to, you have, or you have to stay on his hips and then attempt to play his hands. At this point, you're beat by a yard or two. You cannot be looking back for the ball. Cannot be looking back for the ball right here. It needs to be on the receiver just focus on catching up to him. If you get hands on him, you can feel that timing where then you can play back to the ball. Even in this situation, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend it, but it's a little, it, it would be more understandable. Um, but your eyes can't go back. And then again, now with all that being said, you, you see the feet stall, you see the hands, you see him looking back for the ball where I don't want to see him look back for it. Now I'm going to play this again. The only thing I want you to pay attention to is speed. That's the only thing I want you to, to, to note right here. Um, and tell me it, Again, not shitting on anybody. I just I'm just talking about what I talk, what I see. This is not four four or four four five. See it to me. That's just based on watching a lot of, of you know a film over the years. Um, and I'm going to watch even more and learn even more over the years. But that's just that's not what that looks like to me. So that's why testing numbers, film the film always always beats always beats numbers in my opinion and in, in, in everything. Uh, numbers are important to a certain extent, but testing numbers, unless it matches the film, confirms you see on film, I'm going with the film. Uh, good and bad. Okay, top of the screen. Oh, I'll move this down here. Top of the screen. Okay, so uh, I would say this is more of a positive rep. His feet seem to be a little bit narrow. He seems to be a little bit more straight up than he has been in the past. So you see a little bit better of a stance right there. I don't know if he's gassed on he's tired. Um, the stance necessarily isn't the best. And again, um, weight initially goes back onto the heels. Receiver, another. I'm sorry, I'm going to hop step. It's more of like a skip step. Skip step. Which is really just force off the front, not bring us to about even um, to break inside and call it, you know, get even. Um, but in the route, I typically call that skip step. So skip step, get even, break inside. 
length of Pinnock lands the right hand into the uh, chest. But again, NFL level, where, where, where is he? Weight is back. Hips are outside. A good NFL corner, or sorry, a, a good NFL receiver. If they defeat that arm, you are completely off balance. You're, you're, you're beat pretty much wherever they're going. So it works here because the, the receiver doesn't completely defeat the arm as quick as he should or anticipate that, that punch. Um, so good punch to, to, to slingshot himself back, back inside. And I like that, that he, again, opens his hips. You see some of the hip fluidity. You see him replace that punch. Um, and then he stays with it. He gets over top of it. But again, the, the initial start of weight onto the heels and he goes to quickly open the gate outside instead of shuffling. Because again, now um, shuffling doesn't only benefit you to, to when he goes to where you to anticipate him to go. It also benefits you to where he, when he goes to where you don't anticipate him to go. So if you're, if you, if you expect him to go outside, you shuffle outside. Now you, it's easier for you to open your hips back inside. But when you open that gate and you flip outside, like, like he does here, if you're beat inside, it's even harder to, to turn back inside to match that receiver, especially if your hands are beat, but it lands his hand again, the length helps right there. It almost slingshots himself back inside, replaces that hand, stays over the top. So some good, some bad. The hands are definitely a, a really good trait of Pinnock. Um, now if you can if you could pair those hands with more shuffles, um, he, he, he could be a, like, if, if you develop him, he could be a lockdown press guy. Like we, we've already, I've already shown plenty of dominant reps in press. Um, top right here. Okay. So again, angling the hips, no shuffle, hands drop. Another skip. Get outside. Um, now that receiver takes it from the bottom of the numbers and he bows it really far out. So um, not necessarily the, the best release from, from the wide receiver in terms of getting Panak to flip his hips. But I do like that he's pretty patient with his hips in terms of, one, it seems that he's looking low. It looks like it seems that his eyes are on the hips. And again, the hips don't lie. The, the head does. So um, he doesn't fall for the, for the little stab inside with the head. You're going to see this, the stab inside with the head. Well, the head fake doesn't fall for it. So his eyes are in a good spot. Again, if you're falling for the head, he go inside. Where are the hips telling you he's going? His hips are open to the outside. So, um, good job staying patient right there. Again, the, the getting the shuffle in there is, is pretty nitpicky because again, especially when he's opening, he's bowing so far outside, you kind of do have to get over the top, but, um, some reps it's more important. Some reps it's not, not the best release, but, uh, again, bows it out, runs over the top of it. But again, it's just this, you're going to see from like the 32 to the 33 right here, he, he tends to gear down in that contact window. I don't know if it's a mental thing. I don't know if he's going to get hands on. I don't know if he trusts himself deep. I don't know what it is, but whether in this, in this rep, it's more in the press, um, but whether it be from, from press and opening up, whether it be from bailing, um, he does have a tendency to gear down. He gears down, receiver gets past him. Um, now, my problem with him playing the ball deep here um, is it's, it's, it's almost hard to, to talk about, but it's, it's a feel thing. Okay. So he's beating you deep. If you have your eyes on the receiver right now, he's looking back to the ball. 
looking back to the ball, looking back to the ball, gearing down, looking back to the ball, looking back to the ball. So he's been looking back to the ball for about, you know, whatever, 15 to 10 to 15 yards. So as a corner, you need to have that innate feel that the ball is coming soon. Um, so I need, I, I really would prefer to see Pinnock play through the receiver right here and not back to the ball. That's a timing. That's a, that's just a timing feel thing where the only time I really want him to play the ball is, is when he's either hip to hip and completely running him out of bounds or like hip to hip or more stacked. Like if you have him stacked and you can find, and if you can look back to the ball, especially early in the rep, play the ball that way. But when you just got beat a little bit vertically and he's been looking back to the ball for, for 15 yards, don't try to go back and play the ball because if, if that ball is a back shoulder ball, if it is short, like it is, um, you're not going to be able to play it. And that's what happens. So you really, you know, I would say 75, 8% of the time of the time, he, he wants to play through the receiver, which is play through his eyes, play through his hands, um, or even, you know, get a turn into him where you're going to, you're going to try to get into him. And then if you can get your eyes back to the ball, great. If not, again, play the hands, but this is a feel thing. He, 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 like, and again, you saw in some of the scattering reports, I agree with you. He tends to panic a little bit and not have the best ball skills deep, like the best field deep. So um, you're going to see the gear down right there. Again, it's tiny, but you can see it right, right there by the 33, 32, 34 yard line, right there. Gear down. Don't love that. And again, it's just a feel thing. Knowing back, knowing when to look back to the ball, when not. Receiver's been looking at it for a while. Play those eyes. Play those eyes. Get, you know, crotch to crotch with them. Um, use your length, punch that ball out. But I, I don't like the look back for the ball right there at that point in that rep. Cloud. Okay. Uh, bottom of the screen. He's in the curl of the flats at the bottom. Sorry, watch it. Again, him and him and whether it be cover three and he's playing the curl of the flat, cover two, he's playing the curl of the flat. Um, I definitely like him in, in, in the curl of the flat because he has the acceleration, he has the jumping ability to play to play a high to low. Um, he has the aggressiveness to reroute, the aggressiveness to to, to press. I, I like all that for sure. So, again, what is what is he doing? When he's playing a little bit off. But he's he's angling, or he's not angling. He's playing with outside leverage because his help is inside. If he, if he's going to funnel this to the to the deep safety, he wants to have outside leverage to push him inside because you don't want to let him get outside and then attack that that that, that honey hole that's that soft spot of cover two where it's this where it's the area past the curl the flat to the to the deep path and in the middle. Those are the two weaknesses. So you want to cheat outside when you're playing cover two. He cheats outside. Again, if he's going to get you inside, he's get you inside. Then, then you have guys inside one, both in the, the the hook, the curl, and the deep safety. So, sheets outside, good understanding of leverage. Super, super patient with his feet. Receiver gets outside, or or, or angles outside. Pinnock gets that shuffling, hand on, eyes in the quarterback, and again, gets that leverage and just tosses him again, completely outside to the sideline. So. Hell of a job with his leverage. Hell of a job with his hips. Um, good job getting the shuffle in, and obviously the, the power, the leverage, all that um, is evident in his, in his game. You're gonna see right there. So, in terms of rerouting guys, uh, he took him out of bounds. That's that's as good as it gets right there. That's that's an A plus rep. Um, beat deep, open hips. Okay. 
Um, he's in a slot right here. I, I know he shaved his head. I wish he brought the dreads back. Uh, one, it's, it's easy to see. And I, I like the aesthetics. I just do. Um, slot. Again, another situation where, where he should have got a touchdown call on him. So he's playing in, in more of like that no man's land. I, I, I really do not like guys playing um, that like two to three yards off, even though the line of scrimmage is a little bit before um, the 41 yard line right there. So I want to see him choke up on the line of scrimmage as much as, I, as much as you can right here. So play right here. You know, um, I don't like him playing again, a little bit too far off that, that extra yard, yard and a half, it, it matters. Um, now again, receiver hop step. It's, it's, it, it's, there's really not much here. Like this is not threatening him. It should not be threatening him. That's a, it, if I'm watching this tape with his receiver college, not a good release, even though it works, you know, gets past him, whatever it is, is, this is not threatening enough. It's not eating enough cushion. What I need to see him do, especially here, some of the reps we talked about the shuffles, you know, some of them would have mattered a little bit more than others here with this guy, with that hop step, him angling off outside, shuffle outside. You can completely shut that route down. That's, that's telegraph. It's not a good release. Um, I want to see him shuffle, get hands on hundred percent on that rep feet. A little bit too patient opens the gate, completely opens the gate. Now, if, if he weren't to be here and he were to shuffle to get over top of it, done, the rep is over. So I, I don't like, I don't like him in this no man's land coverage, hands dropping, gate opening. Um, not good. That's, that's not good in my opinion. Now, again, um, he just runs that, uh, you know, the, the, the seam vertical. Now again, Pinnock loses contact with the receiver. Where are his eyes? <laughs> I don't know. They're not back to the quarterback. They're inside. So I don't know why they're not on the, the receiver right here. Again, you, you, you see him almost overrun the receiver because your receiver angles for the ball. Pinnock takes himself too far inside. Now he tries to find it. Again, should have been completion. It's off. It's, well, it's a little bit too far. It's off of his hands. But it's, this is where I'm talking about knowing where to have your eyes. And he, and he panics when he's beat deep. He just does. If he were to just play the receiver and play that near hip, just play on his ass, what would he do? He would be on the complete same angle as a receiver and he wouldn't have angled so far inside. It's just a little bit, but you can tell he loses him just that tiny bit because his eyes are not on him. hundred percent not on him. Too far inside. And that extra yard and a half, you know, even at some instances, a couple of inches obviously matter at the NFL level. Um, now with all that being said, the eyes don't like the eyes there. No, the deep speed. Something I want to bring up again. He's, he's not a burner. That's that's for sure. By the way, we're playing 19. I think we're about halfway. I think it's 38 plays this this review. I know I'm on the subscriber only part at this point. Uh, press rep, top of the screen. Again, you notice, you notice the fluidity. Again, for, for a guy who's his size, six foot, 200 pounds, like he's a bigger corner. Um, in terms of like girth, weight, all that stuff, pretty patient hips right there opens outside. He opens, he, he, he angles off outside, doesn't completely open the gate, lands his left. 
which obviously jolts the receiver. <laughs> Flips back inside as the receiver angles inside. Right hand lands, gets out over top of it. That's just this is this is about hands. Um, pretty patient with his feet, and then just a hip fluidity. So hips transition hands. It's all good right there. You could see you could see you could see as an athlete in terms of in, in that sense right here. Completely sticks that route. Okay. Play twenty or thirty eight. Oh, I recorded this weird, huh? Okay, yeah, I didn't time it that well on this one, apparently. Top of the screen, or the, the he's right here. They have a, a tight split for the receiver, but he's in man on that guy again. Again, a few things. Uh, beef another touchdown. I played it almost all the way through there. I know I've been trying to do it more. So... Another situation where this receiver, um, not the, I don't necessarily love that release. And sorry, it's going to be like a little bit jumpy right here because it's a longer play. So it's harder to control um, the, the bar on the bottom. Uh, but this is another situation where because he doesn't shuffle and he, and he tends to just open his hips right away, what happens? The eyes and the hips, the, the receiver does a good job selling outside with the hips. He, he bursts off the instep of the left foot, sells outside with both the head and the, and the hips to knock falls for it. But because he doesn't get that shuffle now, he's beat inside. If this is a drag route, you know, whatever it may be, um, is he, he completely loses uh, sight on the receiver from, from here all the way till he speed turns. Now, I definitely like the decision to speed turn and find it. So good job speed turning and finding the, uh, finding the receiver again. Now, at this point, again, gears down. I don't know why he does it, but he does. He just, he, he's confident himself. He thinks he's just going to get over top of the guy and completely shut the route down. You have to play it vertically. Gear down. Receiver gets past him on the, on the post. They run this like this uh, Yankee concept. Um, now, Pinnock, again, the receiver has separation on you. What do you want to do? You want to play the receiver. You want to play his eyes. You want to play his hands. You know, once he raises those hands, stab through those hands. If you can't stab through those hands because you're too far behind him, stab through the arms. Because what do receivers do when they catch the ball? They catch the ball. They bring it to their chest. When your hand is between the ch their chest and their, and their hands, you, you, you chop that ball out. Or at least crowd the face. You know, if you, if you can't play that ball, you can't play the hands, you can't do anything else, get a hand in their face, make it harder for them to catch that ball. But when you're beat like this, you cannot look back to the ball because the only way you're going to play that ball is if it's a bad ball. Don't prepare for a bad ball. Prepare for the perfect ball. He's beat. His eyes eventually go back to the ball. Here, he tries to, he tries to locate the ball. Just play those hands. Beat deep. And that's, that's, not, that's, not the, that's not the craziest example of that, but it's a little bit there. Um, now, with all that being said, again, Let's talk about the deep speed. Is he a four four five or a four four five guy? I don't see it. I don't know. Again, I don't know. I I really don't like that gear down that he does when he comes into contact with guys. Keep getting over top. This, it, that's not four four five. It's just not. Another touchdown. Uh, you can't. You, you know, high variance type player um, on film. 
which if they can coach the bad stuff out, the good stuff's really, really good. So if like right now, like early in his career, if he's not going to start and you're just going to, or if he is going to start, you know, which Jets might do, they might play a more cover two than, than people think they are. Um, if you're going to ask him to play cover two, if you're going to tell him to play three and, and, and cheat over the top and not necessarily press bail because I don't trust him in press bail yet. Um, I'm okay with both of those. Man, if he's going to play man, I want him to have a safety over the top, but I don't want him to be on an island. Obviously there's a situation you're going to have to do that, but don't prefer it. Um, has to maintain contact, almost beat top of the screen right here. Um, this is, again, this is not a, a crazy bad example in any way. Um, receiver angles right inside. Lands his hand, shuts down the route. The only thing that I'm talking about here is you want to maintain that contact. Like, do you, do you see for the, for the most part how all these other guys um, who are playing their – let's not even look at all these other guys. You know how this guy – is maintain that contact. You want to maintain that contact for that scramble drill. If you don't have contact, you can't feel a break. You know, scramble drill, whether it be he, he loops and goes vertical, he stops, goes back inside, whatever it may be. When you have hands on, obviously you can feel that break. You can feel them gearing down. Um, you can you can slingshot yourself back to wherever they're moving to. So the only thing that I'm, that I'm criticizing here is um, even though he shuts down the route, I do want to see him fight to maintain contact. Like right away. Here, get right on the hip. Don't look back to the quarterback. Don't do anything like that. Because what happens is quarterback points him back inside. He breaks inside. Um, could have been a completion for a big game. Receiver drops it or it squirts through his hands. I can't tell if it was too far, whatever it may be. But um, it's a little bit nitpicky. But I do want to, just want to see him maintain contact as quick as he possibly can there. Um, it was pretty. It was bad timing in terms of like him just breaking inside and then breaking back. But um, nitpicky, to be transparent. Uh, good and bad. Top of the screen. Hmm. It's not a catch. Okay, so um, the bad part I will mention I, again. I'm kind of kind of watching as I roll with you guys for the most part. The hips. I want to see shuffle. I don't want to see the angling off. I don't want to see the gate opening. Now, with that being said, strike timing lands the hand. Gets over top. But at this point, even though he lands his hand, he's still a little bit off balance because he's now he's fighting to get back inside. Receiver takes a vertical outside. Good. No. So, so bad part, good part, good part. See how he contains him with that right hand? So even though he's off balance, his hands are good. Definitely have good hands. He definitely has good hands. That's that's undoubtable. And what that hand does on the, on the outside shoulder there, slingshots himself back outside. Slingshots himself back outside. Now he has outside leverage, or he has, sorry, the receiver has outside leverage and breaking out um, and almost makes that catch. So, you know, can you kill him for that? No, he, he's, he's tight right here. That's the, this is fine coverage. And obviously the ball, the ball is not completed. So um, good rep in terms of the, the punch, the slingshot back outside. Um, ball is not caught. Again, when you're running an, a, a speed out or an out, you know, versus uh, a corner with inside leverage. It's, it's pretty much impossible for the corner to play that. Um, 
and make a play of that ball if it's good timing, et cetera. So Pinnock, bad with, uh, bad with back to ball, top of the screen here. I watch this again after recording it, and uh, he does trip, so I will be fair with that one. So in this situation, receiver just uses a little skip. Not really, again, not really the best release. He's not really threatening that much. Um, Pinnock, the reason he gets back inside of him is because he, he shuffles outside. See more of the shuffle. Now he's able to get back inside. Right hand lands, gets on the route. The receiver bends it back into Pinnock to break inside. So he works to stack them. He works to get over the top because as a, as a, as the receiver right here, if he's outside leverage and he's pushing to get inside of you, if you don't stack him and you're trying to break inside on the post, he's going to, his momentum's already be going with that, with that um, wide receiver. So you want to work to get over the top to threaten the, the two way go to make him chase you from the rear instead of be leaning into where your route's already going. So good job by the receiver to, to work back into him, to, to stack him, stacks him, takes it outside, Pinnock chases, gets inside of Pinnock. Now, again, this is honestly not the worst play for Pinnock. It's actually pretty good in terms of the shuffle, get the hands on, um, is playing in trail, follows him, his eyes are on him. So it's actually really, it's actually a relatively decent rep with, with him in terms of back to the ball again. Um, being fair to him. Uh, and I'm watching this pretty much for the second time with you guys. So chases him. Good job with his eyes. He's in that contact window, gets his hand on, looks back to the ball. I'm better with this, with this rep in terms of him playing back to the ball. Now he probably could have actually got a pass deflection or interception here, but he trips. So um, this shouldn't be labeled bad with back to ball. Um, it's actually a, a decent rep of, of him playing with his back to the ball. So See, gets his eyes back, hands on, and what happens here is he trips. You're going to see the, uh, I think it's the inside foot trip. Right there. Toe kicks the heel and he falls. So it's like, you know, you could see it. And initially, this is what I thought because I only watched it, you know, once. Um, is oh, he tripped, you know, he freaking, you know, not a night tripped. Oh, he tried to play the ball terribly, but he, he fell. So it's actually, it's actually a pretty good rep. Shuffle, hand on. Play him. He, he he got you. He got you a little bit deep right there. Um, he outran you, but eyes are to him. Hands on. Play back to the ball. Trip. Not the biggest. Uh, you can't blame somebody for tripping. It's unless you know. Obviously, you're playing heavy on your hands. Whatever it may be. Your feet are too big. Whatever it may be. Uh, and not your feet are too big. Your your footwork is is too you know wide or too big of steps. Then you could talk about people tripping. But in that situation, incidental contact you can't really kill them. Um, top of the screen here. Good stance, good balance. Shuffle to get over the top. He gets one shuffle in, then angles off. Just that one shuffle does a lot, though. So the receiver, who's either a big-ass receiver or a tight end who's flexed out, um, is playing. He's so close to the sideline here, to the sideline. Play with inside leverage. Use that sideline. You know, because if, if – if, more times than not, like you want to understand leverage. If he's this far outside, do you think he's going to break outside? Most likely not. He's probably going to break inside. 
I'm much longer sure if he does here, but regardless, um, nine times out of 10, that's what's going to happen. So use that silence to your friend. Don't let him go where you think he wants to go. So he's, he's, he's heads up to inside. So he's inside leverage. Shuffle. Right hand shoots. Receiver wipes it down. Shoots again. Shoot, wipe, shoot. He's, he's good with the hands. Um, he doesn't put too much weight into him for the most part. Um, there are times where he leans a little bit into him, but uh, good job shooting and, and, and then reshooting, stack the route, get over top of it, get over top of it, get over top of it, use that sideline. Look how much room there is. There, there is. there is no such thing as him fading back to the ball, back shoulder throw here, unless it's completely just short and he, and he lollipops it up and he works back to the ball. That's the only way this throw is successful. But uh, hell of a job with the hands, right, right, and hell of a job getting a shuffle in and just completely choking him off to the sideline and stacking that route. Good rep. 25. Uh, man, top tight end, feet stall. Okay, so he's right here. He's going to put man on the wide tight end, which again, he's big enough to do. Um, do you want him against like the freaky tight ends, the freaky big ones? No, but like some of the tight ends you see nowadays, like, you know, Mike Gusecki is like those type of players. I think you can play man on. He's strong enough to do it. That's for sure. Um, the thing I don't love about this play is, again, you're supposed to be watching it while I'm talking, is the feet stall a little bit here. Tight end breaks vertically. He, 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 he kind of retreats while like hopping back. So I don't, I don't, I don't love that the feet are, you want to, you want to scooch back. Um, difference between scooch technique with receivers and, or with, with uh, offensive linemen and DBs. Again, just alternating. One, two, one, two, one, two back. Because when you hop, you don't allow yourself to break um, at the drop of a dime. So stays over top of it, but it's hopping backwards, hands down. You don't want to see that. You don't want to see hops. One, two. Hands are down. You just want to see more activity in the feet. Whether that be inching back, scooching back, um, Motor, which is basically foot, it's the same thing as foot fire. People call it different things. Motor, foot fire. I want to see more active feet allowing himself to break. But because his hands are dropped and he's hopping backwards and his feet aren't very active, the uh, the tight end just breaks outside um, on the corner of this of this flat seven and gets past Pinnock. Now again, NFL, good ball anticipation. This is a completion. At this point, this is outside. To, to, the, uh, to the sideline, leads him, it's, um, it's a completion. The ball is uh, obviously not great. So I want to see that's cleaned up a little bit in terms of his feet and off coverage. Uh, blitz, agility, tackle for loss. He blitzes from right here. I believe I'm pretty positive that's him. Receiver with a, another tight split. Again, nothing crazy, um, but he does have the aggression to, to blitz for sure. Um, pretty good timing of the snap. Now he takes that as tight of an angle as he possibly can to cut off the ball carrier to, to, to meet him at that mesh point or a little bit past that mesh point. The, the running back uh, bends the run back a little bit, bends it back on that zone split, and you're just going to see Pinnock, again, change his angle, drop his weight, Work off the inside of the left foot, open the, the right toe a little bit, 
and get vertical. So again, just showing the ability as a blitzer and showing quick change of direction. A lot of corners who are that big do not have as quick to change of direction. Now, again, I've shit a little bit on the deep speed, but in terms of the, the hips, the ability to change direction, flexibility, things like that, um, good athlete. That's, that's for sure. So good timing, good change of direction right there to, to, to meet that running back um, and get that tackle for, tackle for loss or did he stuff it? It's, it's, a, it's a stuff because he, he does get back to the line of scrimmage or maybe even a half a yard past it, but he stuffs the run. 27. Okay. Not cloud pass deflection. Yeah, I, I definitely like him as a, in the cloud. Um, and that's just a curl the flat. Um, really like him in terms of, again, the aggressiveness, the ability to reroute. I also think he plays concepts well, like smash concepts. He plays low to high, or sorry, high to low. Um, so I like that. So um, Notre Dame runs a, a, a switch smash concept where they're just switching stems, switch stems, smash. And uh, really what, who they're targeting on that play is initially deep. They're going one to two on this play. And the, the, the corner, they're trying to hit that, again, that, that honey hole. They're trying to basically, like really simplistically, distract this DB. If the DB jumps on, on the the short hitch or whatever, maybe however you get there on your smash, um, this is open. If he plays it deep, then they throw it short and just get, get the yards that they can. But they're really targeting this guy at number one. Um, and a lot of corners, you know, take that eye candy. They'll jump on this wide open for a touchdown. Panak doesn't do it. He, he, gets in, he gets into his into his cloud, to a shuffle, keeps his eyes both on the quarterback and the tight end in his peripheral vision, but he knows what's most likely coming. Smash concept comes. Eyes on the quarterback. He splits the difference between these guys. If you want to split the difference, eyes on the quarterback, sees the, sees the quarterback loading up to throw deep, just based on where his hips are pointed, where his eyes are pointed. What does Panak do? Plays it deep. Find that ball. Vertical length, pass deflection. Hell of a play right there. Hell of a play to split the difference. Hell of a play to, to um, get his eyes back to the quarterback and, and then to play that ball. Accelerate as he sees him throwing it deep. Play it, athleticism, able to contort his body. Um, almost a pick. Imagine if you've made that pick. That'd been ridiculous. 28 of 38. Knock bail. Wide receiver work blind. Okay. Top of the screen. Uh, don't love that stance. A little bit narrow. You can see his weight is back on his head on, on his heels a little bit too much right there. Um, but overall, let's see. It's because he's bailing. Like if you're, you know, like if you're studying him right at this point, as a, as a receiver, and he, and he does that consistently when he bails, that that that's a tell right there that he's bailing because his weight is already going back. Obviously, you can see as he actually goes, but it, he's not aggressively jamming there right there. There's no way. Bails. Again, just a little thing. Eyes are back to the quarterback. What is the what is the what is the Tight end, whatever it is doing, working to your blind spot. Doesn't see the break. You can see the break. One, two, two and a half steps before Pinnock even realizes it. He realizes it as the ball is getting thrown. Why? Because he doesn't widen with his bail. He lets that, that tight end work into his blind spot. Works into the blind spot, beat, catch, uh, first down or nearly first down. I don't know where they marked it. Probably a tad short, I would say. Um, 
But that's because, again, just initially off the bail, let them initially work into the blind spot. 10 plays. Come back at you with a Michael Carter review, which I think is like 28 plays, 30 plays. It's not that long either. Um, some of these guys I'm trying to keep it pretty short, even though Dunn and Rashid Jr., like those, some of those, these uh, UDFAs are relatively exciting. So those might be around 40 too. So uh, I know Rankin's review is like 60. That's going to be a marathon. Um, but we'll see. We have a lot more film to do, but I'm pumping them out like two or three a week. So I'm trying to get over. I'm trying to get these done before the preseason. So that when preseason comes, I can break down those games, which I will be doing, but I don't want to be doing both these type of reviews and preseason at the same time. Stays over, hands, tackle. Um, I don't know where he is right now on the screen. Oh, okay. So he's going to be outside, top right. You're not going to see him now. You're going to see him after um, the uh, the jet sweep comes. Again, just just a good job in terms of ma him maintaining his outside leverage as that as that corner um, wants to force the run back inside. Sees it coming. What does he do? Again, there are some guys in the even in the NFL who will see this open grass right here initially. Who will see this like, oh, I'm going to undercut it. I'm going to make this play. Um, you have to play outside in. You have to force him back inside to the pursuit coming from the inside. Gets outside. Not afraid to take the, the block head on of 71. Hands on. Looks like his hands are relatively tight, even though he's retreating. Again, you don't. You, you have to know when to, to take guys on. You don't use your athleticism with, with a tackle um, or, or guard or center, whoever this is pulling. You don't want to try to blow them up. Um, as a corner, you want to use your athleticism, retreat, get your hands on, play laterally. Because if you if you went head to head, he's he's going to get pancaked. For the you know, assuming that, but more likely than not, get outside, hands on, find the running back, getting on the tackle. I like it. Just again showing some ability in the run game. Patient hands, top of the screen. Another pretty good rep. This is this is all against uh, Clemson now. Weight goes back a little bit onto the onto the heels right there, and the hands drop. So you def you definitely want to see him, um, probably in camp. I'm, you know, I'm not sure how they teach their guys, but whether it be to not use your hands at all on reps and to just have a, a tennis ball, uh, whatever it may be. And just have them play with that ball by their chest. That's like a drill, you know. Just, just, just hands up, hands up, hands up, hands up. Don't use them, but have them ready, you know. And then once you once you take that ball away, now okay, you, you use your hands. But your hands should never drop. You don't want your hands to ever drop. So we see a little bit of that. Hands drop, but stays pretty patient with his feet. You can see him running his feet right there. One, two, one, two, one, two. Off hand jam. He goes inside. Lands a hand inside. Receiver chops it down, whatever he may be, may do, or may be doing. Um, he doesn't maintain contact with that inside hand. Now he replaces it. So patient, patient, patient. Don't let the hand drop, but land it inside. Now again, because he's going inside, um, you want to open your hips inside. So that's why he takes his hand off. So he's going to open his hips inside. Replace that hand. Replace hands on. Get over top of it. Good route. Good patient feet. 
just not not a big fan of the of the hip drop onto the heels a little bit and then hands drop so that has to be fixed but that right there one two is good the alternating of punches and replacing his hands it's something we talked about obviously a lot in this review so far 31 be bad on flea flicker okay there yeah there are some times where he gets he gets his a little bit cheaty into the backfield where he may be looking um at play action there are definitely some like trick type plays trickery that will that will uh screw him up which is to be fair a lot of players especially at college level so um he's responsible for the for the top of the screen right here the receiver whatever the coverage may be um unless it was a design blitz which i freaking completely doubt it, it wasn't he, he's responsible for this guy so is this safety so both of them screw this up but his his he gets uh the receiver um breaks inside and so a lot of people like either like will like block to lull these guys to sleep or <clears throat> um they'll break inside like a lot of these flea flickers because they want the they want to get contact with that corner and they want the corner's eyes to go inside um you see a lot of like flea flickers designed that way at least i have where they actually um want the corner to, to look inside which is not obviously novel concept it's it's, it's pretty that's understandable. Um, but I do want to note that. So that's probably why he breaks inside, not outside, because if he does man turn with him, then his eyes are going to get inside. So if you work to him, go inside, where does his eyes go? They cheat, they get inside. Now he sees that, that mesh point. He sees the corner, the running back, take the ball. Oh, I'm getting on that run play. No, you're not. It's not a run play. <laughs> Touchdown. Uh, again, both those guys, flea flickers come so rarely. Um, that it's, it is, it is a hard play to, to defend because you see, you literally see the running back with the ball. It's not like a, just a play action where you don't see the running back with the ball. You see the running back with the ball. You want to get on that play, but, um, you, you, you gotta one know that they may do it and just stay over top of that receiver and confirm that the running back is, is going to keep the ball. But it, it happens like once or twice a season, a team might run this. Uh, I don't know how much Clemson does. Um, but to be honest, it is a hard play to, to defend because you see him with the ball. But is what it is. Thirty-two. Shed tackle. Um, I don't know if he's, he's probably going to be to the right. I would assume. Just based on what running back is. Yep. Okay. Another situation. Oops. Sorry, I didn't play it all the way through. Okay. So again, running back gets outside. We're not really looking for the runner. We're not looking for the linebackers. We're not looking for the defensive ends, whatever it may be. We're just looking for what Pinnock's doing. Um, nine is ETN, right? I didn't study ETN, so I sometimes regret numbers, but I believe he's nine. Or uh, Yeah, I'm like 99% sure he's nine. So Pinnock is outside. Wants to maintain his outside leverage just in case he gets outside. Maintains that outside leverage. Hands on. Drops his weight. Gets in on tackle. Nothing crazy. Just... Want to show again a building in the run game, knowing where to play the running back outside. Six plays left. Beat back the ball. Okay, top of the screen. Heads up to inside leverage. Uh, 
Um, it's actually not that bad in terms of the receiver. Just he, he gives up on that route because, again, it's a situation where they're trying to get Pinox eyes um, to this, this, this pump on the swing, and then he's just going to run deep. It's a trick play. Again, it's another type of trick play. But I actually like him on the fact that he looks at that and he shuffles to get hands on the receiver. So positive play right there in terms of his awareness and not just letting that guy get past him. So, and exactly what happens is what I just said, pump to the swing. They're trying to get him vertical. They're trying to get this whole defense to cheat over, target uh, Pinock one-on-one, isolate your receiver. So if he doesn't do that, if he cheats inside right here, doesn't get his hand on, he's probably screwed. So good job shuffling, getting that hand on, which slingshots himself inside or outside. You see some of the hip mobility, slingshot matches him. So good job all right there for sure. Now, in terms of playing the ball deep, again, he gets beat deep. Um, not, not crazy bad. It's a good throw. Receiver catches it, tucks it away. You see how he pulls it away? You need to pull it away. Because if he doesn't, what is Pinock told to do? Told to do? Like I said before, play through the arms. He pulls it down. You chop that ball out. So a lot of receivers are taught to catch the ball, rip it, pull it away from, from the, where the corner is. Catch, rip it away, tuck it. Hell of a job by that receiver doing that. And um, again, hand fighting. It's really not that bad of a play with his, with his back to the ball. Um, it does happen though. So I did, I did put it in there, obviously really not that bad. That, that, that happens. You can't say every, every player beat on is just as bad as another player beat on, um, press and stack top of the screen. Really, really similar to a lot of the ones we've been seeing a little bit of like a, of a, not like a fall step, like a kick step inside, inside kick step. Again, but his weight for the most part maintains over his knees a little bit, a little bit back, but um, gets that little that, that kicks up patient with his feet. Sees the break outside coming right hand lands. That length right there is, is definitely a plus lands into the shoulder. Squeezes the route to the sideline, stacks it. Again, good job with the, with the patience. Good job with the hand. Good job stacking the route. And using the sideline, um, you can see that he's really successful in press at times. Definitely, that's this is what you want him doing: pressing guys, uh, cover two. It's definitely one of his would be one of his strong suits. Stay over the top of it, get hands on, look back for the ball if it's coming. All really positive. Okay, four plays left. Then we go into the strengths and weaknesses. I'll read them. And then uh, you guys are hearing this on Saturday. Uh, again, the Michael Carter play, the Michael Carter review will probably be, be out on Tuesday or Wednesday. And then the live stream, myself and Kyle Smith, six to nine ish um, on Monday night. Shallow high press. Okay. Right here, top of the screen. Okay. He's beat right there. Um, obviously, the ball is dropped. Again, it's just another situation where you want to see you want to see shuffles. One, his feet are a little bit narrow right there. Again, it's another situation where he's it's 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 just a little shallow. He's he's really over his knees. He's he has a good bend, so I'm not going to kill that. Um, but in terms of the release, again, nothing nothing special. There's a tiny little like crossover hesitation. There's really nothing special to that. And what happens is. Angles hips off. 
when you're off, especially when you're off coverage, like man coverage, if you open your hips up at the wrong time, you have that ability to shoot a hand, like containment punch, get back inside and inside slingshot inside. But when you're off coverage, now you don't, now you're not in reach of a guy. So you really have to be patient with your hips and off coverage. Like the, the patience needed in off coverage is even is tenfold. So he's playing that no man's land. Falls for the little stab outside with the head, angles the hips off. Now it's even harder for him to work inside. So again, just note those those hips. That's that's what's happening here. Receiver stems inside, breaks in um, on the on the post. Um, ball is low from from Lawrence. Which, by the way, I'm not gonna and I'm not even saying this as a biased Jets fan. I watched a lot of it, that offense, like just like recently, like through whoever's I'm watching. Like fifty percent of it felt like screens, one one read passes, um, and like trick not not trickery. It's like RPOs, uh, screens, and one read things. Like yeah, Trevor Lawrence is impressive, but like watching what I did of him is my opinion of as high. Am I high, am I as high on him as I were as I was when I wanted him to be the number one pick for the Jets, which I still want him to be the number one pick, but generational i'm on i'm on the page with saber with that i I don't think generational i think he's really good generational i I don't i don't see that just based on his offense again it's pretty easy to throw one read things and screens and bubbles and all this stuff and rpos and um whatever whatever it may be but um here okay actually let's see one two three four five it's almost like a glance route um but Again, because he opens his hips outside, he gives him the inside. When you give him the inside, you're not going to crowd. You're not going to crowd the route on an inside break. He's going to beat you. Beat him inside. Ball is not the best ball, and it's uh and it's dropped. At least it seems to be dropped. It was definitely catchable. Three plays left. Okay. Uh, bail push off. Okay. Bottom of the screen right here. Oh, so this is actually a good play from, from Pinnock. I actually like this play. Um, so he bails and he widens. You see how he starts from the middle of the numbers? He bails and the receiver stems outside and he widens with them. Again, like it's, it's all situational. Um, the more room they have, the more room they have to the sideline, the more you have to work to get over the top. You have to know how to use that sideline as your friend. So if you're bailing and you're splitting the numbers and the sideline, as long as you know where he is in terms of a vertical relationship to you, um, you can have him work a time into the blind spot because the only way he's well, not into, well, you don't still don't want him to work into the blind spot where you can't see a back or a break back to the ball, but a break outside here is going to be the sideline. So you, you have that, that uh, ability to, to, to cheat a little bit inside um, because if the ball is thrown, you have, you have the ability to, to play it because there's not that much room horizontally where you can't get to the ball. I don't know. I didn't explain that the best uh, initially, but you get my point. Um, breaks it to the sideline. There's not a lot of ground to cover to get to that ball horizontally. So bails, but widens, widen, 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 widen. Now where is he to the sideline? Perfect bail. That's, that's fine. If he's going to, if he's going to keep bowling his route out, take him there. He takes him there. There's literally no room on the sideline to, to work to that ball, which by the way, he, that foot goes out. Is that, is that going to be rolled in incompletion? He ran out of bounds that by his own doing. I don't know if that was a, I don't know if that should be considered a completion then. To be honest, 
I don't think it is. Maybe they didn't catch it. I don't know. Um, but actually a really good bail. A man bail too. Widen, 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 widen. See that ball coming, go to play it, but there's a push off. You're gonna see it right here. Push off. Good job, obviously, high pointing that ball, getting a toe in, et cetera. But from Panak, in terms of being in a perfect position, the ball is coming. That's about as good as it gets. You just get to, uh, clearly there's extension. And he steps out of bounds. So it shouldn't be a completion anyway. He wasn't forced out. Two plays left. Then we get to the transfer weaknesses. I'll read them real quick and then we're going to hop off. Uh, offhand replacing your shoulder. Okay, bottom of the screen. Um, patient with the feet. Again, you don't love the hands dropping. Receiver breaks inside. Offhand jam. Left hand into the chest. You don't want to hold it there again. You don't when you're when you're shuffling with a guy in, in this situation. Shuffle inside, hand on them. You want that. You want that hand to slow them down, but you don't want to reach for that hand because then you're off balance and your weight's on your toes. And if he defeats it, you're gonna you're going to you're going to be off balance. You're gonna stumble. You're not gonna be able to play the route. So um, he does a really good job replacing. Again, it's all about alternating. You don't want to just keep it. You might want to keep it if you're over top, whatever it may be. But in this situation, where he's working inside. Um, you want to replace it because he already he angled off a little bit outside. Left hand lands again. Strike timing, length. Receiver goes to chop it. What does he do? He doesn't let it. Uh, it, it's, it looks like based on his balance and based on what I see, he doesn't even let him chop it. Hit him, pull it away, replace. So, so again, he has a really good feel for chops and wipes and, and all of these things where he doesn't hold his hand out, get off balance. He, he's really good at one, two. So it's all he does. It's a really, really positive. It's a really positive thing. One, two, stay over top of it. Just play that near your shoulder. Completely locks down that, that, uh, that route. The slant. Really like his hands, as you can tell. Pretty patient hips there. He only, he angles off a tiny, tiny bit. Tiny, tiny bit. That's it. He goes to get a shuffling. And him angling off like shuffling, now what does that allow him to do? Play the inside. Where some of the reps, some of the receiver, you know, other, even corners in NFL, bless Austin, will just completely open his hips outside, get the short inside. So shuffles are super, super important when you're pressing guys, even you're in off coverage, but especially when you're impressed, shuffles are important. Last play. Play on ball. Bottom of the screen. Um, playing the ball with his, with his eyes back to the ball and the receiver underneath him, he's definitely good. So press coverage, again, don't love the hands dropping. Don't necessarily love the angle off initially outside because what does the angle off do? Now, when he breaks inside, you're in a shitty situation, correct? The last play we saw him shuffle, which if he were if he were to angle off slightly and shuffle outside, now we can shoot that inside hand, that offhand, um, and 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 use it almost as a slingshot, replace it, get back inside. But now, you know, from one rep to another, we're seeing a little bit of the inconsistency in terms of getting shuffles in with a little bit of angling off versus completely opening your hips, opening that gate. So we, we saw the benefits of it last rep. Now we're seeing not now we're seeing the downside of opening the gate. On it, it's perfect illustration from rep to rep. So last play is able to play the inside. Now he's not because he opens up. 
Now, what does he do? One of the positives I gave him in his, in his tape was once he has the speed turn, he gets his eyes back quick. Be inside. Don't delay those eyes getting back. Find that receiver. So I mentioned that as a positive speed turns. He gets his eyes back to the receiver quickly, locates, finds them. Quarterback has to hesitate a little bit because that's safety. Plays in your shoulder. Gets hands on, left hand on. Now, now again, situation where you're over top of the receiver, you have that contact, you can play the ball. And obviously when you're over top of them, you're going to play through the receiver anyway. So he's, he's more playing for the receiver and the ball right here. Um, vertically, um, it's really situationally whether you want to play the ball or the ball through the receiver. More times than not, because they're running deep, it's more through the receiver. Um, but if you stack that route, play the ball. Or if you squeeze them to the sideline, you're hip to hip, then play the ball. That's fine too. Play the ball. Times it, length, needs him right at that catch point, punch that ball out or swipe that ball out. Hell of a play. Okay. Strengths and weaknesses. Um, pull it up. Okay. Strengths. Um, size at six foot, 201 pounds with 32 plus inch arms. Strength. Uh, flashes of lockdown press, ball skills, and the balls in front. We just saw that. Um, and in general, we saw that, uh, we saw that with the cover two rep, um, quick hands, we saw that agility, loose hips, good and curl the flat body control and air, willing to stick face and fan in terms of the run game, picking on blocks, et cetera, block shedding stays relatively square and press. We saw some of that. That's what I put relatively strong punch, offhand jams, alternating punches and replaces hands. We saw a lot of that. Use a silent to advantage. Saw that, uh, I don't make this shit up. If it's, you know, I don't just put stuff in here and put stuff in here. There's some times where like, I'll see like, Oh, whatever the trait may be, where it's not like flashy to say, you know, whatever, whatever the trait may be, you know, um, where I might not show it, but, um, you know, I'm not bullshitting you at the, at the minimum. Cause I show 90% of what I put on here for the most part, uh, where were we at? Use silent to advantage, good at avoiding wide receiver swipes, chops, all that aggressiveness reroutes as cloud court, uh, cornerback. So that, Crowd stacks routes, will force runs back inside. Uh, vertical jump. I should put this vertical jump. Uh, quick to re- re- uh, relocate after speed turns. Weaknesses. Uh, panics when beaten. Feet can get flat. Uh, shoots two hands, locking hips in bad spots. There are definitely times that we saw that more in off coverage and bail where the guy closes the ground. He shoots to two hands. We saw that at least in a one rep um, where he locks his hips forward. Now the guy gets past and it's harder even to turn your hips when you're, when you're, when you're locking your hips forward like that. Uh, jumps, bites, easy. Saw some of that. Uh, mental lapses showed up. Uh, gears down too often to coverage. Saw a lot of that. Can be grabby. College don't call it as much. NFL level, they call it even more. So you do have to watch it being a little bit handy. Uh, reps of him putting too much weight in hands. Wasn't overly often, but it was something to note. Um, but not too much in there. Uh, but there are reps where he – it's more with the two-handed punches where he's locking his hips out, leaning into a guy. They, they hit the arms, and, he, and he's a little bit off balance. Um, needs, needs to keep feet under frame. There are times um, – this is, this is probably one of those ones that's not sexy. There are times when in coverage, maybe he wasn't beat on it, maybe whatever, it wasn't the sexiest player show, where when he goes to open his hips up, he gets a little bit off balance. Um, so I want to see him keep his feet more under his frame in terms of his footwork where he's a little bit hoppy and jumpy and his big steps – um, I, I want to see more balance in terms of when he's opening his hips, um, playing the ball deep. We saw that as a weakness. Um, let's wide receiver work into blind spot too often in bail. Uh, deep speed, definite weakness. 
Uh, I don't care about the four, four, five speed. It's, it's not there on film. Uh, need to be careful with two handed punches in space. I think I already mentioned that hands drop too often in press. Um, needs to get more shuffles and impress instead of opening gate. Uh, some jump splits show up. Saw that ball instincts, uh, timing at catch point balance when opening. I already kind of mentioned that. Uh, and then play action misdirection can, can hurt him, which I already kind of mentioned too. So maybe I should clean that up a little bit in terms of kind of saying the same thing twice, at least two or three times there. Uh, appreciate everybody for, for watching. Um, if you're on Vimeo again, just go to the, go to YouTube, throw a like right there. Uh, if you could, um, if not, or both, you can go to the podcast app and just drop a, drop a, a five star and, and a rating. Um, we don't get a ton of podcast listeners because why the hell would you listen to this? But some people do. Um, so if you do that, that'd be great. I'll see you guys. You're going to hear this on Saturday. I'll see you on Monday night. I'll see you in two days. Hope, uh, hope to see you there.